0: section 24 of mark twain in the new york times part 5 1907 through 1909 this librivox recording is in the public domain read by john greenman may 11th 1907 oxford degree for twain and elect a successor to mrs rosenfeld oxford degree for twain university will make humorist a bachelor of letter. SPECIAL TO THE NEW YORK TIMES ANNAPOLIS, MAY 10TH SAMUEL L. CLEMENS, MARK Twain, WHO IS A GUEST HERE OF GOVERNOR WARFIELD, ANNOUNCED TODAY THAT HE WAS GOING TO ENGLAND TO BE HONORED BY A DEGREE. I GOT A CABLEGRAM FROM THE OTHER SIDE, TELLING ME THAT IF I WENT OVER TO OXFORD UNIVERSITY, THE DEGREE OF BACHELOR OF LETTERS WOULD BE CONFERRED ON ME he said, I wrote a letter accepting the honor and saying that I would sail in the latter part of June. The humorist visited the Naval Academy today in company with Mrs. Warfield and a party of friends. The party went through the hall to where the body of Paul Jones lies, flanked on one side by a painting of the revolutionary hero by Miss Cecilia Bowe. That, said Commander Dayton, is the body of Paul Jones. "'Is it possible?' exclaimed Twain innocently. "'I know Miss Bow, who made the painting, very well, and remember perfectly the day Jones sat for this picture. I met her later in London, and on the other side of the table I was always eating in those days,' was Whistler, the great painter. I was talking thirteen words to the dozen, and Whistler was talking fourteen. Finally I got tired of his interruptions, and turning to Miss Bow, I said, Who is that noisy person over there? That's funny, she replied. He just asked me the same thing about you." While puffing a cigar and looking at two cannons captured from the French, the guard warned the humorist of rules against smoking. "'Arrested again!' Twain exclaimed, but he clung to his cigar behind his back. "'Constituted Constabulary will run this country yet.' Then as he thought it over he said, "'Still, that's right, I might set fire to this place, smoking around this stone and cannon and inflammable stuff. Elect a successor to Mrs. Rosenfeld. Century Theater Club, after its president adjourns session, reconvenes. Mark Twain for peace. So everybody agrees to forget the actor's fair incident. Office made for Mrs. Rosenfeld. The century theater club held its annual election yesterday afternoon confessed its sins and received absolution the summary treatment of mark twain by its president mrs Sidney rosenfeld is a thing of the past the club is now prepared to live happily with mrs rosenfeld as past honorary president since mrs edith ellis baker chairman of the actors fund fair committee of the century theater club invited Mark Twain to be the feature of the Century Club's booth at the fair, only to have him requested to stay away by the President, because he did not share her reverence for Christian science, the Century Club's feelings have been in a soda-water state of effervescence. The situation was saved by the Players Club, which, with great joy and gladness, took the venerable humorist to its booth while the Century Club begged pardon for its president as well as it could, and the president stayed at home from the fair, and matters were as little complicated as possible. It should also be noted that Mr. Clemens appeared at the Century Theater Club's booth at the fair yesterday, doing his share in burying the hatchet. But the election, which was scheduled for yesterday, with Mrs. Rosenfeld's name up for president, was looked forward to with much interest club members said they could not possibly elect mrs rosenfeld to office again and it was rumored that word came from the rosenfeld household that mrs rosenfeld would not think of resigning pouring rain did not keep the members away from the meeting they were out in full force and mrs rosenfeld as president opened the session with a statement of her side of the matter it was an executive meeting only members being admitted but according to the statement given out at the end Mrs. Rosenfeld said something like this, "'Members and dear friends, I wish to ask your pardon for the stand I have seemed to take in this unfortunate affair. Christian science is my religion. I must stand up for it, and I should do again anything that might be necessary to uphold it. But I have intended to act only as a private individual, and in seeming to act for the club I have been in the wrong.' I love every member of the club, and I feel that they love me, but I cannot again accept the office of president. I would not wish to do so unless I was unanimously elected, and so I withdraw my name from the ticket. I would propose that this meeting be adjourned and the election be postponed until fall." Mrs. Rosenfeld had been much affected in speaking and in the excitement which followed the close of her remarks some one called from the door i second the motion all in favor will please say yea opposed nay it is a vote said the president stepping then from the platform she moved out of the door and was gone before any one knew that she had left the meeting mrs grace gaylord clark who plays the role of mother in the rose of the rancho at once arose and exclaimed ladies this is unconstitutional we must remain in the name of justice if not as members of the club mrs john livingston niver first vice-president then took the floor while the wondering club was catching its breath and said why we can't adjourn in this way because it isn't parliamentary the president's suggestion was not a motion and anyway there were more nays than yeas it will be constitutional to reconvene the meeting said philip dillon so the meeting began once more there followed the reading of the actors fund fair reports by mrs baker with the correspondence concerning the mark twain affair she was frequently applauded a final letter from mr clemens himself was read to close the incident a communication benign and kindly in tone in which the humorist declared he harbored not one whit of ill feeling toward anybody Mrs. Henry W. Hart of Brooklyn, who has been in no way connected with the fair trouble, finally proved acceptable to all sides, and she was nominated and elected as president, after several women had declined the nomination. An amendment to the Constitution was made providing for the office of past honorary president, and Mrs. Rosenfeld was elected to fill it as a tribute to her splendid ability and untiring work for the club. We were perfectly satisfied with the outcome of the meeting, said one member. We are all very fond of Mrs. Rosenfeld, and we were glad to have her remain in the club. I don't think she could have been elected president after what had happened, not because we think less of her, but we should not like to have anything like this affair with Mark Twain happen again. End of section 24 May 11th, 1907 Oxford degree for Twain, and elect a successor to mrs rosenfeld read by john greenman